Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Yep, yeah, let's keep doing this. GTA 6 is finally real. The first trailer is out. It shows a bunch of in-engine footage slash what you might classify at least later on as gameplay, things that we're very much going to be doing like heists and checking out the city and driving around, etc. However, in a spate of every other creator on Earth doing breakdowns of 50 things you missed, 100 things you missed in the trailer, which was initially the plan that I had as well. However, this is an unprecedented time in gaming history and everybody and their grandmother has done a things you're missing in the GTA 6 trailer video. I just steer right into it, just steer into the chaos. I can't deny the things that I'm picking up on here that I think proves GTA 6 is already doing various things better than GTA 5. So why not extend that conversation over to you down in the comments below? Let me know what you think of the following things I'm going to get into here because I think they're at least interesting talking points. I'm Scott from WhatCulture.com and these are nine ways GTA 6 is already better than GTA 5. Number nine, the graphics. Super easy one to focus on here, but the reality of having a Rockstar that did pull off Red Dead Redemption 2 means that they know exactly how to do some of the best facial animation in the game. Rockstar have always had, you know, immaculate portrayals of characters, immaculate character writing. The debut of Lucia and the little bits that we've seen of Jason speaks to a level of, you know, character fidelity and animation and facial animation that is just leagues above where GTA 5 left off. Now, obviously, GTA 5 was a PlayStation 3 slash Xbox 360 game, which is painful to think about. Um, but at the same time, Rockstar have come a long way across the last 10 years. If you look at the likes of Max Payne 3, you look at the, you know, the fact that they helped out on L.A. Noir, that wasn't necessarily their tech from the beginning, but they still got it over the finish line. And then Red Dead Redemption 2, an absolutely gorgeous looking game with some of the industry best facial animation and character animation in general. Um, it was a big old talking point going into GTA 6, just how much of a bar was going to be raised in regards to the environments, um, you know, the, the physics that are on display, etc. And the general level of rendering tech. Is this going to be a, a naughty dog level? game or something like that like a cyberpunk new version of cyberpunk etc and i think they've split the difference really really well i think the animation fidelity is incredible here i think the skin tones and the general skin detail and everything looks great and the animation itself just looks spot on it's exactly what at least i want from a gta game i hope that they've put a lot of the r d and the development time into the gameplay side of things and haven't spent too long focusing entirely on graphics even though gta 6 is absolutely a looker especially next to gta 5. number eight a concrete identity this one's a whole thing. I've been talking about this for about 10 years. There's a video we did years and years ago, um, something about your worst possible gaming take or something, and I very much steered into getting this off my chest. But I always thought, and still do, think that GTA 5 is very much a transitionary game. You look at Rockstar over the years, you look at the way that they were in the 90s, and you look at the way the 3D games rolled out, you know, GTA 3, San Andreas, and Vice City. Don't know why I did them out of order, but I did. Those games had such a 
um, you know, envelope pushing mentality. It was very much the end of the, the 90s era and what happened across the 2000s. You had the likes of Mortal Kombat, Doom, Carmageddon, etc. across the 90s, pushing the envelope in regards to gore and what games can get away with, the classification of video games as a toy. We fought all that stuff in the 90s and then in the 2000s, it was like, okay, what's left? And then Grand Theft Auto became, you know, the poster child, the one game that was pushing the envelope, being held up as the thing that was polluting the minds of the children and Fox News' biggest enemy, etc. Um, and Rockstar very much relished that stuff. It would only come out later on that it was Sam Hauser, one of the co-founders of Rockstar, whose idea it was to put the hot coffee mod, the, the hidden sex mini game that was in San Andreas, it was his idea to ship the game with that thing intact and then patch the game later on on PC to unlock the darkness. It was very much this dude's idea to steer into the controversy and they seemed to love it. And um, however, over time, you know, Rockstar would mature. You had, you know, Sam Hauser's brother, Dan Hauser, wanting to steer into more mature subject matter. And we got the likes of GTA 4, very much a, a pivot away from what the, the tone of the first three 3D games were and something that was a lot more mature. The overall story of Nico Bellic is a way more mature, nuanced, character-focused story than the likes of Claude or, um, <laughs> I forgot his name, I was going to say really, oh, than the likes of Claude, Tommy Vassetti or CJ. It was one of those things where you looked at GTA 4 and a lot of people loved that game. Some people were put off by some of the physics parts of it or whatever, but then other people missed the more anarchic, over-the-top, like I said, envelope-pushing stuff that was in the 3D titles. I then thought that GTA 5 was a meshing of the two. It was a game that kind of got the franchise back on track, but to me, it always felt like it was an, an older sort of punk band rediscovering their roots, doing one more one more time, as Blink-182 might say, one more album, one more you know, round-the-bend thing. We still got it in us, but I thought GTA 5 felt like a very safe version of GTA. And it's been interesting seeing, um, you know, the reactions to that over the last 10 years. Obviously, it's the biggest individually selling thing ever, and that's incredible. But I think the, the tone, the identity of GTA was a little bit mixed. It got very much lost in GTA Online. Is this just what GTA is? A, a series of online missions for multiplayer components, and that's it. I love that from the jump on the GTA 6's teaser trailer, it feels immediately character focused and storytelling focused. I'm gonna have a whole thing about the music uh, when I get there, but I think that it crystallizes what new Rockstar is. And if you've been following the studio for as long as I have, 20 plus years at this point, um, you know that a lot of lead creatives left the studio across the last few years in particular. Um, Dan Hauser himself, one of the co-founders, that one of the lead writers at Rockstar, is now over on his own studio, Absurd Ventures, um, and he's been joined by some of the members of the team that were part of Rockstar as well. Um, but overall, I think that GTA 6 puts a very solid foot forward and says, look, this can still be GTA. It can still be a fictionalized version of America with all of its own terminology and everything else. Um, and that's okay. It doesn't need to be this GTA Online thing. Um, and I guess we'll see what happens with GTA Online overall. But I think in regards to the overall feeling of an identity coming across, I think it's far stronger in GTA 6. Number seven, twice the map size and biome variety. Now this one comes from a leak that just happened on December 2nd and 3rd, it was very, very recent, mentioning that the map size for GTA 6 is twice that of GTA 5's Los Santos, which does line up with what fans have already sketched out across the GTA 6 mapping project online, which itself was born from a leak in September 2022. The point is that we have the revamped Vice City as it was in 2002, and you can see things like the Vice City Stadium, the Ocean View Hotel, the Vice City Strip, etc. in the leaked footage and now in the trailer, plus the mention of Leorida as Rockstar's version of Florida overall, comprising the entire state rather than just the coast. 
Ultimately, this is one of those conversation starter things where maybe I just have too much nostalgia, too much love for that original 3D run and the way those games felt, the little pockets that those games seemed to exist in, like the feel of GTA 3, the smoggy streets, the smoke, the dirtiness, the grime that was GTA 3, the glitzy glamour of Vice City, and then the, I absolutely love the, the 90s rap scene overall, so I loved all that stuff in San Andreas. I could not be more white right now, but I absolutely loved that stuff. And then when we moved on from that, into GTA 4, GTA 5, the more the Rockstar would attempt to ape bigger landmasses and bigger spaces, the more it kind of felt like you were navigating, you know, too many roads, too many landmarks, too many different things to try and keep track of, rather than more of a sandbox approach that's just full of stunt ramps and slow motion triggers and power-ups and things like that. And obviously GTA 6 isn't gonna be going back to that identity anytime soon, um, but it's worth just mentioning that if we're talking about base comparison stuff, GTA 6's map is even bigger. There's even more things in there that you can experiment with. There's even more biome variety, which is really, really cool to see. Number six, more animals from launch. This is something that's super easy to forget, but GTA 5 didn't launch with that many animals overall. Like, yes, you had Franklin's dog Chop, and later in the story, you get access to a bunch of hunting missions when you play as Trevor. But, it was, you know, we didn't get full-on ecosystems until the game came to PlayStation 4 and would re-release on the next-generation consoles. Now, in GTA 6's trailer, we're seeing alligators, we're seeing dolphins, there's a tiny chihuahua running around on the beach. It's just kind of interesting pointing that out, that if we think about how much of a living, breathing world Rockstar wants to create, GTA 6 is going to be hitting the ground running in a way that GTA 5 just couldn't do on two generations ago hardware. Also worth tagging on that animals were only added to GTA Online in November this year. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promo rate for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. This podcast is brought to you by Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it just makes hiring all in one place so easy because you just get unparalleled access to job seekers. Plus, listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash WCG. Just go to Indeed.com slash WCG right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash WCG. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Number five, yachts are back. 
Maybe you're like me and you have a bunch of super warm, nostalgic, awesome memories of just taking a yacht out in the original 2002 Vice City and just cruising around the various bodies of water, listening to Emotion FM or whatever, but yachts weren't in GTA 5. They were in GTA Online and you could get your hands on some bigger freight style yachts if you wanted to, but you just couldn't get a standard yacht for a body of water in GTA 5. So a small thing here, but I know it means a lot to certain players who love that vibe that the original Vice City had and, and yachts can be seen in this game. Now, it would be really, really weird if yachts were somehow in the game, in the trailer, in the in-engine trailer, and then they weren't jackable, drivable, whatever. So I'm going to go ahead and assume that yachts are very much back. I also want to throw in and um, that you can see a freighter ship at one point in the trailer as well, and looks like a big old cargo ship transporting various shipping containers. And um, this isn't obviously a confirmed thing. We haven't seen full gameplay yet, um, but I like the variety of what's on the ocean overall or what's on the bodies of water overall. It points to the idea of doing heists on the sea, which I'm just saying if we get that, that'll be awesome. Number four, tone. This springboards off what I was mentioning before in regards to the identity of GTA 5, but I feel like when you look at the trailer for this, and I only discovered this last night, I get that the whole only in Florida tag has been a thing for a while. Like it's a mix of like local pride, it's a whole kind of stereotype, it's a whole general idea of just how crazy Florida has gotten in the modern day and just how many intersections of different people, different classes of people, different types of people are in that particular landmass. But I feel like that's the perfect place to set a Grand Theft Auto game. And I, for one, didn't know what Florida was like overall, not to make it a cartoonishly stereotypical type place. Obviously, this is a very much fictitious version of that, um, you know, landmass overall. Rockstar do change the names of almost everything in their game. The only thing that they seem to keep is America, but we are traveling to Leonida overall instead of Florida with all of the other names being swapped out. Like it's not Venice Beach, it's Vice City Strip or whatever. Um, and that stuff is just kind of interesting in regards to nailing a tone from the jump. I feel like everybody watching this trailer gets exactly what this game is going to be. And it's almost specifically because they're playing off the feelings that we all had when we played through those original 3D games, GTA 3, Vice City, San Andreas, specifically Vice City, and the general sort of panache that came with that game. Now, the original Vice City was playing off a, a version of 80s ephemera that had, you know, Miami Vice and, and a certain level of glam and the soundtrack very much backed that up which is a really hilarious juxtaposition to what we're going into now, where the modern day version of Florida, at least as the rock stars see it, is uh, is full of ridiculous things happening, like an old person feeding a bunch of iguanas or having to you know get an alligator out of your pool or whatever it is. I think overall, the tone there very much works for what GTA is overall. And I think that is a, a worthwhile distinction if we're talking about GTA 6's identity from the jump compared to how GTA 5 felt when it was first teased. You know, we had Michael's voiceover, which, you know, Michael went on to be one of the most beloved characters in the game, but that game would attempt to approach from three different perspectives. And to some people, at least for me, it didn't seem as cohesive as this seems to be so far. Number three, a musical identity. It's all about the music you put on your first teaser. It's all about that initial feeling when you boot up the first teaser and what do you hear alongside what do you see? The original teaser for GTA 5, like I just mentioned, led with Michael's voiceover. It was about him moving to Los Santos, trying to change his job, trying to find a new life and going from there. And to me, that always spoke to the reality of the people writing the game, like the likes of Dan Hauser, the likes of Michael Unsworth, putting together this game that was five main installments in, but something more like eight or nine installments in, if you can't Liberty City Stories and Vice City Stories and China Sound Wars and whatever, not that they helped out on every individual one, but you did have a set of individuals, veterans at that point, 
trying to do another GTA when they themselves had grown up so much. They'd experimented with GTA 4, making that a bit more serious and doing various missions like the bank heists in that, in that game that were a bit more serious, then trying to do this version of Grand Theft Auto that would appeal to the biggest audience possible. And I couldn't help but think that Michael's general mindset reflected that of the lead writers attempting to just make something work, trying to make these other approaches to life work and then slipping back into the life of crime stuff and having fun with it and just kind of attacking that stuff head on. I thought that stuff was extremely uh, well done, but it did speak to an overall approach to the game that was a little bit messier. Like I said, you got three main protagonists. In this one, the trailer opens with Tom Petty's Love is a Long Road, um, which is a phenomenal song. Having a licensed song on your debut trailer, I think speaks volumes. And I think that in the modern world, you think about how far trailers have come in the last 10 years. You think about the usability of music in the variety of trailers that we get today. And ever since Guardians of the Galaxy in 2014, it was like most studios just thought, okay, all we do is just put music on things now. That's default what we do. We don't have to curate it very much. And you can always feel the difference between a James Gunn curated soundtrack on the Guardians movies and the Suicide Squad soundtrack from 2016, where it's just here. It felt like a weird wedding playlist um, <laughs> where no one's thought about anything. They're just throwing it all in. And to bring it back to GTA 6, it's a very simple thing to focus on. But I feel like when you think about the musical identities, the musical footprints, the audio footprints that GTAs have had over the years, you can hear what GTA 3 sounded like like it was the radio talk shows it was the chatterbox stations it was the occasional bits of music that you hadn't heard because gta wasn't big enough to get all those big licenses but then that stuff exploded across vice city and san andreas they are some of are still some of the best soundtracks ever put into games so it's some of the best curated uh, soundtracks overall those are incredible selections of songs which is something that i can't say about gta 4 and 5 at least to me and again maybe that's my nostalgia maybe i love those original games too much but i never thought gta 4 or 5 soundtracks were up there with vice city and san andreas or even GTA 3 personally. Um, and I think it's just an interesting foot forward if you're launching GTA 6 to lead with licensed music again and put that in the description of the YouTube trailer so everyone knows what that song is and everyone knows who that artist is and they can identify with Tom Petty and they can start looking at the lyrics and looking at the application of that song. It speaks to the older rock star. It speaks to the version of rock star that, was on the, that were on the form of their lives across the 2000s. That momentum very much continued. But if you were there for that particular time period, you remember what it felt like hearing those games as you played through them and feeling them all come to life. That was an indescribable feeling and it's quite like literally mimicked when you put the GT6 trailer on and you hear the start of that song with those beautiful landscape shots as well. It's just a very, very strong musical foot to put forward that I think it does a hell of a lot better than GTA 5. Number two, a reason to switch characters in mission. Now, we're going to see how heists come together for GTA 6, but they were always a bit undercooked in GTA 5. Some stood out and had you placing a getaway car beforehand or swapping characters from one location to another so that you could cover each other in the likes of the Bureau Raid, but the majority of positive coverage around heists in GTA 5 comes from GTA Online. I feel like all the stuff with GTA 5 single-player DLC, the idea that they were going to nail heists later down the line, you know, that stuff never came. GTA 5's DLC, single-player DLC, was cancelled. Everything was steered into GTA Online, and that's what we got instead. Um, as for the heists themselves, you know, being there at the time, I remember everybody just being like, they're fine. I, I did a few. Some of them are more memorable than others. Some of them have really memorable visuals, like the whole gun in the armor with the miniguns and everything. But the actual reality of how you were planning them out wasn't really that in-depth. Like I said, maybe you would place a getaway car somewhere. And I love the Bureau Raid where you were sw um, swapping between all three different characters to cover each other. That's cool. Reminds me of Conflict Desert Storm because I'm that old. But still, when we talk about um, GTA 6 and the way this game is 
shaping up, based on the leaks and now based on the official footage, we are getting a game where more heists, more robberies are center stage. You are playing as Jason and Lucia, and that's a team of two people who, you know, are a mix of, assumedly a mix, of being amateurs at this, they want to be bigger criminals, maybe they're climbing that ladder overall, but the place that they enter at the end of the trailer just looks like a cafe or a diner or somewhere like that. I imagine that over time, that idea of the heist mechanics from GTA 5 will only be built on over time, but you'll be switching between two perspectives the whole time, trying to manage different pockets of people, different classes of people if you're breaking into a bank or something. Um, And that can only be a positive in regards to gameplay. That can only be a more intense thing to try and navigate. GTA has tried this many times over the years. There was the the infamous um, three four-leaf clover mission in GTA 4, and there was a lot of people's favorites, but some of the checkpointing in that put some people off. You also had the big heist mission in, in Vice City back in 2002. Very much an ambitious idea back then where you were walking between different parts of the environment trying to manage um, you know, pedestrians, not freaking out, etc., this feels like the apex. This feels like what everything has been building towards. And I imagine all the various irons in the fire that were put there across GTA 5 are finally coming back out for GTA 6. Hence the fact that we have a story that is predicated on heists and robberies, and assumedly, heists and robbery mechanics. I just think that overall idea is really, really cool. And the idea of two people having to navigate that space together with you in control of both of them at the same time is just awesome. And a step up from what GTA 5 managed to accomplish, even theoretically. And number one, location. It's Vice City versus San Andreas. It always has been, it always will be. A lot of people's favorite location is Vice City and that's what we're going back to. Now, this is entirely subjective, obviously, but I feel like there's a little thing that's worth pointing out here, which is that Rockstar did break their own cycle when GTA 5 came out. If you go all the way back to the original 2D games, we would always get a selection of locations that you could pick from. It was Liberty City, Vice City, San Andreas. When the franchise went to 3D, once again, Liberty City, Vice City, San Andreas in that order. Then, jump again to the next generation. Grand Theft Auto 4 is in Liberty City. What's next should have been Vice City way back in like 2009, 2010, whatever the hell that thing started development um, for the next game. Instead, GTA 5 jumped to Los Santos, jumped to the San Andreas stuff and started channeling that era instead, which I remember the conversations at the time. It was a lot of people going, where the hell is my upgraded Vice City, which is what we're finally getting now. It feels like they're finally getting back onto that path, which if you bring everything full circle, you think about the people, the lead creatives who have left the fact that the remaining members of the team have to figure out what the hell Rockstar is in the modern day and figure out what the hell Grand Theft Auto is in the modern day. Them finally pulling the trigger on Vice City and steering back into that with the song choice, with the story choice, with the visuals, the landscapes, the approach, the graphical presentation, it's absolutely bang on. It's what millions of us wanted in the mid-2000s. We always expected that to be the follow-up to GTA 4 anyway, and I think that this is a, a phenomenal rounding the bend back to what we always wanted, like I said, about a decade or so ago. The overall conversation will always be Vice City versus San Andreas, but I can only speak for myself in saying that I adore Vice City, and I'm so glad that this is one of the locations that we're going to be spending so much time in. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. 
Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Life's better with American Family Insurance because our home policies help protect your dreams and come with peace of mind. Save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote, find an agent at amfam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit amfam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin.